talking through my phone again. Hey everybody, thanks for hanging out with us on this Friday of Memorial Weekend. Um, so the one show that Donnie and Julie and I watch in real time every week is Killing Eve. Sunday at 7. Yeah, I feel like <laughs> on last BBC summer, America, right? Yeah. Yes. I feel like last summer we did it with Game of Thrones. You know, they, there's not very many shows that not the three many. of us yeah. will watch all at this. You know, we got to see it. And in real time. And in real time. Because right. that takes a lot these days to watch any show. Yeah, I did in it real with time. Killing Eve and The Terror. I did it with The Terror also. Yeah. Monday nights. Yeah, yeah on Monday yeah. nights. So, um, so Killing Eve, it ends its first season this Sunday at 8 o'clock. And, um, I think it's seven hour time. Oh, is it seven hour yeah. time? And last week, the penultimate episode. I just love when I get to use that word. <laughs> you love I that only word. learned it the second the second to last episode. <laughs> I only learned season. it with Sons, Sons of Anarchy. Of Anarchy <laughs> when you didn't know what it meant. The penultimate <laughs> episode with Jenna was unbelievable. You thought, you, you thought and it, you thought that was it. She thought that meant it was a really good episode. Yeah, that's what I thought. It was like fantastic. <laughs> it's the penultimate, you yeah, guys. It's, it's like so I thought cool. it was the ultimate of ultimate. Oh. I had no idea it meant second to last. But so the, show I, that, the episode that was on this last Sunday was fantastic. It oh. was what you're telling me. It was. Amazing. So good. And this Killing Eve is based on a series of stories by Luke Jennings. Um, and it basically follows the under this underachieving British intelligent agent played by uh, uh, Grey's Anatomy, Sandra Oh. Her mm-hmm. name is Eve Palestra as she tracks a glamorous young female assassin known as uh, Villanelle. Villanelle, right. Villanelle yes, across Europe. And the thing that is so, I think what's so intoxicating about this is that we hardly ever, if ever, see a spy thriller where the cat and the mouse are both women. Oh, yeah. True. That is one of the reasons I haven't watched this show, but it is on my list. But that is such a wonderful idea. And then to have it be so well executed. Oh, it's brilliantly just, executed. Yeah, the... Um, the person who, and I think um, Neil Justin reminded us last week, but the English writer and actress Phoebe Waller-Bridge, who created and starred in Fleabag, mm-hmm. yes, is the series' lead writer and showrunner. So she's like this comic genius, and then she's executive producing, show writing, and scripting this incredible show. So... Um, Anyway, it's just, it's it's really, the ratings are modest because it's a niche cable. Well, BBC America. Um, and, um, but it is, it's grown more than 47% since the premiere because it gets so much social media action. And Ridley Scott just gave an interview and he just, you know, brought to TV the terror. He's brought, he's given us a lot of good mm-hmm. TV as well as movies. He said, you know, Killing Eve and all these other kind of good shows, that's why the movies need to step it up mm. and not just think superhero because the right. appetite for... Well, he's absolutely right. Yeah. Because when we're having conversations about things that we love to watch, most of the time... It's about TV shows. Yeah. We're really excited about the storytelling that's happening yes. on TV. I love going to the movies, but I haven't felt as passionate about a film that I've seen in the past two years in the way that I'm passionate about TV shows. I yeah. completely agree yeah. with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, yeah. And it, 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 that is very true. And I think, uh, you know, and Ridley Scott, he knows what he's speaking because yeah. he's brought TV and movie. You know, he's done both. And he's done fantastic work. 
Yeah. I, I mean, he's a legend. Yeah, he really is. When you think about some of the TV shows, I mean, The Man in the High Castle. Oh, the when terror. is season that, three? When is that coming back? I don't oh know. My it's God. another great show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's another great show. So anyway, um, I... I, I uh, I don't know where I was going to go with that. My next thought. Oh, the Americans, because <laughs> oh, I think that is a show that has on FX that has not get gotten the it's always done. I mean, the fans of the American are yes. so passionate. Yes. But that this season, which is the last season, is doing what Sons of Anarchy did on FX, mm-hmm. which is that every episode is better than the week before. Mm. And the tension is so taut. And in that show, the really bad guy of the bad guys is the badass Carrie Russell, the woman. The woman. She's the one with blinders on, blindly devoted, marching to... Getting it done. Well, Mm -hmm. marching to the communists of the, you know, the Americans are terrible. Because I'm assuming that, because I haven't watched the Americans, but they're wrapping up the series, so I imagine that the Cold War is also... Well, Gorbachev, the, the basically Putin and the, the the thugs in the KGB are trying to figure out how to take down Gorbachev because right. they don't they want, want uh, they don't mm-hmm. want peace with America. Right. And so she's the one who has to execute how are we gonna but I never really got the meaning of the name of the show until it kept, it keeps coming up with the Carrie Russell character about how much she can't stand the Americans. That's right. Mm-hmm. It, that so that show is just <laughs> yeah. kicking it. And oh. again, an FX show, yeah. which was Sons of Anarchy, and you know, anyway, that that's is that I, is there, are we in our sixth season on that one or the Americans? Yeah. Oh boy, I've lost. Yeah, count. and I, I want to say that count. old episodes of the American old season previous ones are on Netflix. Netflix, I think so you they can catch are. up. Yeah, yeah. start at the beginning. Yeah. So it's pretty incredible. It, it really, it really is, and it m- mirrors so much of what's happening now. When people are like, "Oh, what's this big deal about Russia interfering in our election?" If you go back, the 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 Russians, as far as the government, not the actual people, mm-hmm. the Russians have they have wanted to screw with America forever. They want democracy to be divisive moose and squirrel yes <laughs> and they talk about forever yeah yeah and i mean compromise is that this is what they do so you see this and uh you see the thread of history yes. and how it's reflected in modern life. life and here this is early 80s you know so um anyway it's interesting but now if you don't like that if you don't like all this spy and espionage and all of that maybe netflix if you weren't able to see steve martin and martin short when they remember they came through town with their yes. they show? did and I couldn't go to yeah. it. Neither could I, and we both we wanted to go. So they are doing that's going to be a Netflix special, an evening you will forget for the rest of your life, and it's a version of their theater show mm-hmm. that they've been touring. And this one was recorded at Greenville, South Carolina. Jokes, 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 jokes. I will be watching this. Stories about people that they've met. Steve Martin with an Elvis story is quite a story, I guess. And they are. There's no, in the review, the one review that I read about this, they said the thing about these guys, Steve Martin and Martin Short, they've been around so long. There's such uh, legends yeah. and pros and whatever. They don't even have to strive to be cool. They just are. It's just in their essence <laughs> yeah. and in their being on stage. Yeah. And they have chemistry together and they, they know exactly yeah. what to do. That oh, is airing I, right now on Netflix. Yeah. Started oh, today. Yeah. Fantastic. Started today. So it's called An Evening You Will Forget for the Rest of Your Life. Um, do you like, uh, the idea of the hair musical? We know 
It's a natural uh, progression in the way of stage mu- musicals. The reason that they're doing this is it because costs nothing. Because it costs nothing. And Jesus Christ Superstar was such a big hit for NBC this last spring. And well, that was th- th- done so well. And that's what they're hoping, hoping to, to do, do with, uh, this. with this, yes. is that it has a little Have bit of a rock in front edge. of a bro- an odd way, yeah. maybe like the Broadway audience. Hair, it's a rock musical. Hair is. is a little more sexy than Carrie Underwood and Lederhosen and the sound <laughs> oh, of music. That was just dreadful. Oh, that was really but guy, painful. like 18 million people watched. Yeah, but that was the train wreck factor. And it was the first And it was time. the first one. Yeah. People wanted to see if it was a mess. All right. Well, Donnie, when we come back, you got to play um, Which one Good Morning want? Starshine. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's the one we want. Yeah. Um, now, will we will we want to watch this? I feel I like the only reason I will want to watch it is because I will always support Leslie Ann Warren. Um, she was, of course, the original Cinderella when that was like on an ABC after school oh, special. Oh, the Rodgers and Hammerstein. Yes, and Cinderella. She's in her, I don't know if she's in her late 60s. We last saw her in Girlfriend's Guide to Divorce, but she's going to be in a Lifetime series called American Princess. I totally support that. And she's going to play the st- snobby Upper East Side mother from hell. Perfect. It's so perfect. She's and 71. Yeah. So she's also Miss Scarlet in the movie Clue, by the way. Oh, that's in the right. Mid-80s. That's right. That's right. So, <laughs> Fantastic. Anyway, so I will we'll watch American Princess Lifetime whenever that airs. Just mm-hmm. FYI, in case you're wondering. Um, NBC, I guess, beat ABC and CBS to land uh, the interview with Andrea Costin, the Cosby accuser. Hmm. The first woman to accuse him of sexual assault in court is going to break her silence because uh, she's been been in litigation for if you can believe it 13 years yeah, since 2005 yeah so it's going to air next week and it's going to be kate snow oh with nbc is going to do that so, i'm interested i, I would be too. interested in hearing what she has to say yeah we're gonna we're gonna watch mm-hmm. just fyi nbc now we've told netflix nbc <laughs> and fx we have such doing. a busy schedule we really do oh. all right listen we come back um Harvey Weinstein uh, was arrested and was handcuffed today. And Ronan Farrow, who no longer is affiliated with NBC, is given, you know, the scoop and talking to ABC. We'll be back.